Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology 411. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 4, Episode 162. This episode is just an update for our episode 150, which was apps and no cash. This is a cashless society update. There's more stuff going on in this great country, actually great world of ours. I'm Kim Schultz, and I'm your venture coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host, Tyson Harley. Is it a, it's not going to be a chipless society, is it? Because It, could, I was, be, it <laughs> could be a topless. It could be a topless society. Well, that, that, that's something that, I can get behind. <laughs> Or get, get on top of. That's what of. he said. Um, so, I, I hope it's not a chipless society because I was just having chips. Having some chips. Oh, I was trying no. to finish them right as you started. I'm well, like, it's crunch, gonna crunch, really kind of it's gonna really kind of depend because the way that some of this stuff is looking, it's gonna you might be not chip be able full, to, you full might, of chips. Yeah, it, you kind. might not be able to afford chips. <laughs> yeah. they might not allow you to buy these chips. <laughs> They won't, I mean, you might not. And here it is. People are going to think these are conspiracy theories. It's literally going on in other countries. So before everybody goes, oh, this would never happen. Do you know what would never happen? A government telling every business to close down for two weeks and then keeping everybody down. That's never going to happen for what? What? A year and a half, two years. That would never happen. and, And oh, oh. You know, oh yeah, give me a break. What what's they a leader? What's people? a leader going to say? There's an emergency for two and a half years. Yeah, like, like that, you think that you're happen. not going to get fired for not getting a shot? I mean, come on. So right now, anything can happen. So we're going to update on this cash. So society. I've definitely seen some of these updates. What are the ones you're talking about? I wonder if they're ones I've heard. Well, my biggest concern was on one of them, the way, the, the reason that they want this, they want to do the cashless, they want everything going through the, 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 um, uh, the banking system or the system that takes care of all the money is because when we need to spend more money, they're going to give you a lotted amount of money. And then when we don't want you to spend money, they're just going to keep your money and they're going to let it possible. They're talking about expiring the money meaning get out and spend the money you've got a thousand dollars and instead of being able to take that money and put it into a savings account and keep it for a rainy day in case your tire your tire blows later on nope spend it or it's going to be gone i don't even understand and i don't even think that could be legal in the united states like laws would have to change to have your money expire like i'm a saver i would punch somebody in the face if they told me no your money's no good today it's done it's it's gone that would be so stressful we'd probably all just kill ourselves i mean we'd probably all just be dead yeah i mean you literally turn from a society where someone can with uh a a uh, responsible uh, you know uh, personality go from their past of you know not a lot of money in their in their family to being that person who has the first home who who has the the uh, family homestead that people can go back to you can do that because you save money 
you know, you're responsible with it. Right. So that would be crazy. But this idea that it would expire also, or that you'd only get an allotted amount, there's these things called austerity programs. It's kind of where we're getting to be right now. Like it's engineered upon us. Like there's just not enough. And it's like, you know what? If you, if you let the free market happen and don't, and don't introduce a bunch of waste, there ends up being quite a bit. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it's the most, I, people don't believe me. I don't care. Go go listen to I Pencil. That's one of my readings over on the Scales of Truth, one of my favorite essays. And uh, it's really good. It's by Leonard Reed. And the, the amazing things that happen with free market, a bunch of little decisions of, well, well would I buy that, uh, whatever the heck is the pencils are made of. At every single right. point in time, if there's a big enough free market, the person trying to create the pencil says, I'm going to get that supplier. That's a good mix of quality and price right there. Right. And at every single uh, every single part of it, someone's going, that's a good mix of quality uh, quality and price right there. And as long as the market is full enough, everybody's trying to provide quality at a reasonable price. And austerity is not a thing. No. Uh, you know, because... And, and one other thing really quick. I was telling you, I just found this out. The uh, Federal Reserve, <laughs> I was doing some training, and just in general, just kind of, if you will, something to round out my alleged official knowledge and uh, for career stuff, just to something to potentially put on a resume, which is kind of one of the things I'm trying to do is just kind of have more, more really obvious arguments about my abilities as opposed to I know that I can do it. And, uh, and so one thing was talking about the Federal Reserve, not in the conspiratorial Ron Paul sense like I know it. It was just the general and securities. You know, what 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 aspect in the economy and securities industry? Right. And so, of course, they mentioned Federal Reserve, and they say right there, was introduced to, redu- to, uh, to uh, reduce or eliminate inflation. And it's like, here we are. <laughs> Here we yeah. are, 1913. How 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 much we were talking about wages in our last episode? How much have wages had to go up since 1913? Right. But luckily, we introduced that system that was supposed to make sure our money supply was stable and prices prices were stable, so right. that then we could st- instead of having to make 50 cents an hour, which might have been quite a wage actually in 1913, it was probably more like you know 25 cents an hour. And now if you're not making $25, you're still not $25 an hour. You're still not making a great wage. Right. You're making an okay wage, um, but not a great wage. Well, you're not because from 1913 or whatever, the amount of money you needed to even live off of was way less than what we have now. You bought food. I mean, you didn't really probably buy a car. You didn't have all the luxuries. We didn't have phones, computers, internet, all that stuff. You had a lot less to buy. Now we live in a society where it's easy to spend $5,000 a month just on shit that you you need to pay your mortgage, your your internet, your phone bill, your other, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I guess I go to that just to say this idea of, oh, no, this is a great idea and it'll be good for you. It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. they said that in 1913 too and it had a very specific purpose and it didn't meet that purpose in any way, shape or form. So another thing that... That I was that I, I I learned. I use Venmo for some of my clients because that's how they pay me. It's the fastest way to get my money. I'm not hiding any money from the IRS. I claim all my money. That it's all in QuickBooks. I can't not claim it. It's in my accounting software. I use my accounting software to do my taxes. So it's it's there. 
So just but, relax, extra 78,000 IRS agents. Yeah, yeah. But when someone <laughs> uses a credit card on Venmo, and I did not know this, I did not know that Venmo allows you to apply for their credit card and you pay somebody that's not purchasing a product. So if you're sending, if I send you money on Venmo and I use the credit card to send you money and not my bank account, it's a cash advance plus the cash advance fee plus the penalty thing for it. Like you pay for that. Now think about a cashless society when everything has to be transferred. How do the people that are maintaining this cashless society get paid? Through fees and transactions. Yeah, no ad. It's so, just a, it, so so yeah. so who's going to get that? Because they're not wanting the banks. They want to get rid of the banks. They want the government to be in charge of everything because everything has to be one centralized unit. And we're talking the world. Yeah, and your nuance is good because, okay, the fees are a heck of a nice little profit margin for just electrons after you've built the system for just things to fly around. It's a nice little profit margin, right? You didn't uh, have to do a whole heck of a lot once the system was built. But it's only a certain percentage of transactions right now. Now, it's probably a decent percentage, but it's still not a high percentage because me using my debit card doesn't have it. And and cash doesn't have it. it. Uh, But the more they get into this electronic thing, the more likely they're just going to start stuffing fees everywhere, which is then closer to 100% of transactions instead of probably 30 or 40. So it's a good nuance point. So it's it's like when your employer says, we only, and, and I just found this out, it's not legal from what I was told. I did not look this up, but it came from a good source. It's not legal to direct deposit, to make people do use direct deposit. You still have to be able to give them a check. And so some of my some of my employers they don't do checks. I do all direct deposits. So they have to go get cards, you know, different cards um, from different banks to do it. And there are banks out there that will do it without fees as long as they just use the debit card as you know. But they're doing it. Um, and then you know, like if they don't have if it's if they have thirty seven dollars and it's thirty eight dollars, they decline the charge. They won't allow the charge to go through. Uh, and so you've got you've got those cards are available, but we don't know about them. The ones you know about are the low income people that tell other people, oh, I got the green dot card or I got this card. So every time they're doing something, they're paying these transaction fees and they're the ones not making enough money yeah. Yeah. to do it. But if I gave them a paycheck, then now they just have cash and the money's even gone just as far. They also have a chance of someone stealing it or they don't even have a bank. So they have to go to Walmart and still pay the same amount of fees just to cash the check. So yeah. there's all these fees that we're talking about and that's what's going to happen. So you're so like you use a debit card. I don't. I use my credit card for everything. The customers that I use it, they're paying fees on it. Walmart, I think, opened up their own credit card company. A lot of people have barely any fees on their credit cards. The bigger corporations, they're not a big fee. I went to a restaurant the other day. They they add 3.5% or 2.5% something on every bill that uses a credit card because they don't want to take the fees out. Well, for my $7 hamburger, please add 3.25% on because they could have just increased it up to whatever you know, the price of the hamburger up, but they want you to know, just use cash. We'd prefer to take cash. 
And so fees are fees are fees. Establishments? Yeah, just businesses can now charge you to use your credit card. They used to not be able to. It was illegal. But now they can. Um, I I mean, what's funny is like this whole idea of scalability. Like once a system can do something, it can take a file that's one, and they might be able to take a file that has 10,000 records. It's really no more time or real cost. And yet there are significant fees on every single transaction regardless. Yeah. It's it's... It's not great. So, and then the other thing we talked about was, you know, logging all of your transactions. If everything goes through your credit card, which I think is great for my business, as I tell it, put everything on your credit card or write a check for it. Don't use cash because then I can't track that to deduct it. It's way harder to do that. Some people do have to use cash because they have to give out cash to their to like their drivers and stuff so that those drivers have money because they're not going to give them a card because they don't trust them enough. They're not that big of a company to say, here's a gas card, because then now you got to be watching them not put gas in their own car. Unfortunately, you got to, you know, watch out for fraud. So they might go get for at the first of the night, they might get $500 out and give each of them $100. And then they have to give them the $100 back, whether it's in cash or receipts for the gas that they put in the car to do the job that they were doing. Um, So you have to make sure that you're putting everything through. But once again, that's business. And the IRS wants to know about your business. But I don't want them knowing about my personal. I don't need them knowing everything I do. If I go to the bar, if I go to the liquor store, if I go here, there are some people that they don't want that in there. And if you have those records available, those records can be leaked. Those records can be maintained. And that's what we were talking about is they could say, oh, no. Oh, um, Tyson, he's already spent his allotted $200 at the liquor store decline. I have money on there. No, we put a we put a limit on that. And, and, we and we people, don't let you spend. People fall for this. It's like, well, and this is another reason I'm a libertarian because you can always trick one crowd into, hey, shouldn't we keep track of more? Like the most recent one is, oh, and I did make a podcast on this, but I did make a podcast on the strange Federal Reserve statement of how they would like to replace currency uh, with all electronic currency and it would have identifiers on it yeah. for verification it's like well then where's our cash uh but uh what was oh so this one of the ideas is well can't we categorize one more bit so that we can keep track very specifically of a gun purchase it's like right well i mean if it was at a gun i mean that's fairly trackable if someone yeah. It's already fairly trackable, but they want to make it even more trackable. And then you're going to get some people going, yes, absolutely, you should do that. And then you just created a foot in the door for all this extra categorization where you, then you, they can limit your sins to, uh, like you're just saying. Like, yeah. I haven't you spent enough at the at the alcohol. No and more then you casino. Can say, and now you don't get to do it at all. Yeah, I uh, have the money, but you... Yeah, we, you don't get to make your own choices. Some arbitrary person or organization gets to choose how you spend your money. I don't think Americans would like that. So if anybody goes, well, you know, I think it'd be good because we can track the guns. Okay, but do you want them tracking your food? Do you or want them saying, do them saying, oh, no, 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 no. And then a, a thing coming up at, at the grocery store saying they can't get seven bags of chips. Put them back. Well, well, we have heavily leaned towards, if you will, social credit at this point. The Chinese system with the whole, oh, well, after all, you, you at least on the far side, like you, oh, you're going to give to them? Well, you don't get to use PayPal. I mean, that's like the, right. that's the punitive, punitive aspect of social credit. Like, 
You just really, you, you went down. into the deficit. You haven't built any social and, credit. And, so you don't get to do it at all. And so then once you're, we're leaning in that direction now with all this punitive stuff by corporations on financial stuff. Uh, and and that's kind of the, the basis for this proper narrative ethics and morals. Not real ethics and morals, but, you know, approved ethics and morals that could limit um, transactions later. You just think of something. Because you know how we're starting all of this, and PayPal came out, and yeah, they took a big dip, but they were like, if we find out you're saying, you know, incorrect information, they were going to start penalizing people $2,500. Right. Okay, but what if, and this is me just thinking chemology, what if they did that? To show people the power that they have, that they, they don't you don't want to go down that road. Maybe instead of really want, and I'm sure they really wanted to do it, but in my mind, it just kind of woke up people like, holy shit. So you're saying that if we don't have access to cash and at any time, they can just shut my shit down or take my money because... I was, you know, or, or they have the traffic cams and they're just like, oh, she went through there. Her car went through there and was speeding. We're just going to take $300 from her. We're just going to take the money from her. Do we lose access? Because if they can expire my money, they can control my money. They sure can if help. If they can expire your money, spends. they're, they're they just it's legalized it. theft. Yeah. It's like, so how does that even work? But that's not the United States. That's in other countries that are doing that. But PayPal I'm not saying almost it, did but, that data use not, they, that's not the right word. The twenty five hundred, yeah. But reality is, is it, it kind of wakes people up, and so sometimes I think. Do people, you think somebody maybe faked that just so maybe to uh, red pill a few people? Could have been. It could have been. They could have been like, "This is going to cost us money," and they're like, "We got to do it because we need people to realize that we're not going down the right thing. We we don't, you know, this is the power we have. We can take their money legally. There wasn't anybody that says, oh, you can't do it. We can charge you penalties because all we do is send out a new little thing on your thing that says, here's our new guidelines that you've approved, that you agree to. Nobody reads them. We accept them. One of the MasterCard companies, uh, or I'm sorry, one of the credit card companies, when the whole, well, why don't we build an extra category for the that could track things like I don't know even more so the type of business and thus the gun like they literally had to add a new code right and and so one of them did right before they got pressured to do it and then they acted like oh it's because we just adopted the standard they created this standard right they and created so they, them, they, yeah. they felt they fell for it and then they go oh well according oh, to the new no, standard that you that, created yeah but right before then they're like we're not in the business to decide winners and losers. Uh, right. they were, that's not what we're here for, and so and, and so they were opposing it at first, and then they and then they went with and it. Then they anyway. went with it. Well, and I mean, you can look right now, like with the heat and stuff going on. Even the electric companies who conned people in to putting those devices in their house, saying, "You know what we can do? We're going to save you nine percent on your electricity if you put one of these monitor things in there." What happened? They literally took over and said, "Nope, you're going to be at seventy-eight degrees." And you couldn't yeah, even do your own thermostat austerity. because people are so dumb. That people just think that other human beings are good people. Unfortunately, in the business world, we're not. I've said that a thousand times. If you gave anybody an option to screw somebody over and make more money or to do the right thing, everybody would say, I would do the right thing. As they're screwing people over, we have dumb laws because human beings, actual people... We're killing people to make a profit. 
And so we Wait, have to finish your thought on the thermostat and that connection. The, thermo- the thermostat is they can control it. Right. So you can't control it. This is the same as the credit card. Okay, they I control did. it. So you, these people have been brainwashed with that little bit of a percentage of saving. With this new device we give you, you we can help you save 9%. And then all of a sudden you don't get to control And next you know, they're like... And, and it's almost one of those austerity slash... Uh, even that's a social credit-like thing. Because you started with kind of a social credit. Like, look at you. Doing the more efficient thing. And then it really quickly went to look at us doing the more efficient thing for you. Right. Well, you know, like my security system is is held on by my phone. So I log into my account. I can control it. Are you telling me that I'm the only one that can control my phone or control my security system? More than likely, the people that put in my security system have some sort of a power that they could override to get into my account to do whatever they want. You take you take that that. you, you trust. You take the trust and the and the and the um, response. The oh, what do you? What am I thinking of? The reputation of somebody and hope. Okay, well they've been in business for twenty five years and they haven't done anything bad. That's what we do. But reality is, is there are companies out there that are going to hold on to a little bit of that, a little bit of that control, um, because they're they're bad people and they can i mean that and or they're backdoored by certain government agencies to to include some of these like oh put the back door so we can get into the phone right exactly it's like i guess we're putting the back door in so we can get into the phone if your employer if your employer gives you a phone for work your employer has access to all the text messages on your phone your employer has Ooh. all of that because you signed so that does contract. That mean, does that mean Green Bay has uh, some Brett Favre dick pics? I'm sure they do. The Packers? Probably do. <laughs> they probably do. But they do have access Brett to Favre, it Brett because Favre. I worked for a company where they said, here is the phone and there was a piece of paper that I had to read out loud to them. And I said, I'm reading it out loud because I want you to understand that anything that goes through this phone, your call log and your text messages. Who did you read it out loud to? To the new employee, oh, okay, because you know people just like, sign things and then they go, "I didn't know." These are things that you, we wanted yeah, them listen. to know. So I would read it to the class and I would say, <laughs> "This is what you do," because what people don't realize is you can go to Verizon and you can say, "I want a list of all of this stuff," and they can get you a lot of information if you wanted. I actually had a husband that was cheating on his wife, and his wife went in and got it, and then she changed the bill over to where she gets all the phone numbers. Remember when you used to get your bill and it would yes. have all the phone numbers yes. on it? So the, the long distance ones, you'd be like, and you'd be looking at it as a young adult, or gosh forbid, if if you're your parents were still paying your bill and you <laughs> right and they'd yeah. be like what's this call yeah. from Why such did you and get, such yes seven what's this minutes call from omaha 30 times in the last 15 days well what had um, happened what yeah i was like i was doing yeah because you'd have all that so you there's a lot of we're already being watched already and having your money controlled well what about this what about when you have your credit card has been compromised so what if your whole life, how are they saying, how are they saying it's my daughter calling multiple times? Oh, that's all right. She's just calling. She's not going to stop calling until I answer. So she's just going to keep calling. <laughs> um, so the, so your, your credit card gets compromised. If you don't think that putting everything on a computer is not the stupidest thing in the world, thinking that we're going to protect people. 
you're an idiot, a complete idiot. I mean, money gets stolen. That's that's exactly right. But more money, <laughs> I can guarantee you, more money gets stolen through credit cards and fake accounts and and scammers online than cash than being been. stolen. Yeah. yeah. In a lot bigger chunks. Uh, I mean, come on. You know, and the funny thing is, you think about all this stuff, like you're saying, it's almost like, well, it's, you know, it's a trackable measure. It's a security measure. Also, that's some bonus of it. It's like, okay, privacy out the window. But yeah, you do have that on the other side of the ledger. But it's kind of like cameras, right? Guess what happens when really big crimes happen? It's by people who can shut off the damn cameras. Right. You know, it's like, oh, the cameras are there. We can look. We can track. Ooh. I mean, haven't you watched the movie where the camera is mysteriously not working? It glitched, and then you just see the the little fake thing that they put in there. This is real people. It's not a movie. A movie. A a (laughs) director. But you and me can't change. You and me don't get. We just get the privacy invasion. That's what we get. Yeah. And potentially pun it. We don't get the. But the the big and powerful be like, oh no, see, we can have that and our and eat our uh, and um, what's it? What is it? Very simple. Eat your cake. Have, and have, have your, your cake, cake and eat, eat it too. too, because yeah, we'll have the survey stuff. But if we really want to get away with anything, don't worry, we can do it. We'll just click, 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 click. Yeah. Nobody needs to. Bad know. things happen all the time, and giving someone access to my cash and controlling my cash, I will punch somebody or in the face. Literally, literally not really having cash anymore. Not yeah, I not mean, even really, my money. My money coming in, and, and and someone else having control over my money. Said the government. Anybody listening to this right now should be furious if that's even something that they're trying to do. And you guys, they are trying to do that. They're trying to say a national government. They want to have a national government that maintains all the money. Are you fucking kidding me? No. No, we don't want that. Yeah. And and so it was, I don't think it was a cabinet position. I think it was someone more specifically in the Federal Reserve said, oh yeah, well, um, yeah, we're going to want, we are definitely going to have identity controls for, and people have to remember, you think, well, yeah, they can look at our, my bank account. Yeah, but not everything you have, not your cash once you take right. it out, not your cash that you put under, you will not have cash underneath your pillow. No. Do you, do you understand It this? wouldn't be, it's not accepted anywhere. Because they, they started, they started saying, well, Although, um, you don't, uh, uh, you won't, um, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, we'll have that, but we are going to have to balance it with identifying information. And they said, "Oh well, I mean, we'll look at it more." And and, and you know, because we, we and it's like, well, which is it? Because again, we've got bank accounts, we've got debit cards, we've got credit cards. All those very clearly come back to me. Mm-hmm. And the the last little bit of you know non private uh, of a little bit of privacy in economic transactions where somebody can't keep me from giving to a charity that I want to give to is when I give right. them cash. PayPal doesn't get to judge me. No, Amazon can't shut me, shut anything down. Uh, I get to give them cash if I support them. Exactly. And and now you're going to go towards something where, well, well, or maybe not. Or they're going to be in the media. They're going to be like, Tyson Harley donated $52 to yeah. this anti-Semitic something something satanic psychosomatic cult, something some whatever and because it's getting you know like and he needs to be watched you, you don't know um there's just gonna be a black market 
I mean, reality that, is that's the reality thing. is is it's like it's this. Like we'll just all yeah, we're and gonna then, all it, start something. They're all gonna start. They tried it with Bitcoin. They tried the, they tried it with all these different things, and what? then it's gonna be just kind of like a ledger. Have, You're yeah. gonna have a ledger, and my people are gonna be like, you know, like. Um, all right, you owe me, you know, $3,000 and then someone's going to come to me and I'm going to be like, okay, well now here, put down that I owe you this money. And it's just going to be a circle of, of the unfortunate. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is, and then the, the more we go towards these types of things, the more the official, well, you just said a word ledger is not really reality because you yeah. get black market. And I did a recent episode on this topic, just a little quick rant of truth where uh, I discussed how, you know, cryptocurrency was like, um, what's the beginning of that phrase? The idea is that you can have uh, all the simple stuff like Bitcoin, uh, but uh, that, no, it's yours, but nobody else knows it's yours. I right. mean, I can make the transaction and nobody else really knows how to get only you. with like that. And so they're literally going, oh, yeah, we, we, we want, we want like, basically, they want you to make, they use a synonym to make it sound like, like Bitcoin in a way, yeah. but except it misses the whole first front end point yeah, that exactly. it's, it's there, but it's private. <laughs> so go listen to episode 150. We have a lot more about the cashless society. That was, that was, you know, like back in August, cause this conversation has, we talked about the apps and we talked about going to the Royals game and a lot of places now are making you use your credit card, which it's, we also know, really which also know currently leaves out a whole entire, a whole entire population of people that do not have credit cards or debit cards or anything like that. Um, so go listen to episode 150. And, yeah, and, and the, the more you push against cash, then then what does what becomes more and more in play? Bad credit. Yeah. Right? I mean, if if they can't anyway, that that and then all of a sudden it more comes into play that you're playing you're paying rates on things. Yep. You know, cuz you 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 don't do cash transactions unless it's the illegal black market ones. And barter will become a thing. I made a bank when I was 10 years old. I can do it again. Start up my bank? own a bank. When I was a kid, I had my own bank, and the daycare kids had jobs, and they had paychecks that I paid them, and they came and cashed them, and they had savings accounts, and we talked about money. I've been doing this since I was 10 or 11 years and old. And on that day, she knew she would be an accountant. <laughs> I know. I thought, I'm a, what a nerd. This was one year or two years before she did the hand drive in front of everybody. <laughs> that is right. You got that at my birthday party last night. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for giving us your time. We always appreciate our listeners. I'm glad that we just keep doing this. We've been doing a lot. Since I'm going to be gone for three weeks, we did the last three episodes. Well, the episode before or the episode after, we're doing it all in one night. Um, so hopefully you guys are enjoying the content. Go to Facebook, Chemology 411. If you haven't already joined, uh, you can send us a voicemail. On, I mean, first of all, if you haven't already joined, join. Or you can leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm. Like. Follow it, like it, give us ideas on topics that you'd like us to talk about. And thank you, Tyson, for helping make Chemology 411 so awesome. You're welcome. Everybody, check out Scales of Truth, too. I'm, I've been doing pretty good lately about putting up content. Awesome. All right, guys, keep taking all of your adventures. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.